Because when you realize and you start to kind of look back at all your decisions, you start to realize, okay, I'm more concerned about other people judging me and whether or not I'm single or have a relationship or don't or divorced or married or whatever than I am about my own happiness. So when you can learn how to be okay on your own, how to have a solid relationship with yourself, being alone and being with other people is going to be more fulfilling. Most of us are looking for hope, answers to the madness, certainty that we'll be okay, and someone safe to help guide us through the most challenging parts of our lives. In a world that's changing and evolving every single day where chaos, uncertainty, and cycles we never chose wreak havoc on our lives, it's easy to feel lost, hopeless, and scared of what the future will hold. Evolve Ventures is here to provide that hope, direction, and data-driven strategies to growth-minded human beings just like you every Monday and Thursdays where each new episode is filled with vulnerable stories, interesting lessons, and simple tools you can use that will help you evolve into the person you were always meant to be. My name is Amelia. And I'm Bianca. And as the co-founders of Evolve Ventures, we are so grateful to be a part of your evolution. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. It's Bianca. And it's Amelia. Welcome to another episode of your favorite show, Evolve Ventures. We are helping growth-minded humans evolve by breaking one limiting belief at a time. We hope you enjoyed the last episode, number 229, Motivation Monday, How to Start Self-Forgiveness. That was a really powerful episode. Loved it. For today, 2.30, how to be happy regardless of your relationship status. I was saying this to Amelia before we started this. I plan all of these episodes like a month or two in advance, um, just based on like stories that I hear clients going through, things going on in my own life, things that I really believe, you know, the audience, all of you, our amazing listeners can benefit from. And I was still in my relationship when I came up with the idea for this. And I was saying to Amelia, I was like, you know what, man, <laughs> this is going to be rough. And the reason I say that is because about a month ago or a month and a half ago, the relationship that I was in ended and this re- this topic is now more relevant than ever. And so I can speak ver- from personal experience when diving into this. So what I want to start off with and what I want to say to every single one of you which is the message that for so long I needed to hear was you are not less than because you are not in a relationship. Being single does not mean that there's something wrong with you, that you are faulty, that you are broken, that you're just one of the ones who wasn't chosen yet. It has nothing to do with your worth and you can be happy and fulfilled and enjoying life no matter who is around you and for someone who has an anxious attachment style like me it's Mm -hmm. hard to believe sometimes and it's hard to really 
follow that belief and not let the anxious attachment really come out. And I know a lot of our listeners, a lot of you listening are probably anxious attachment. So I'm speaking to the, um, I'm preaching to family here, you know? <laughs> so I, I really wanted to make sure that I started off by saying that and also saying this, just because people are in relationships does not mean that they're happy. Facts. Just because you see people on social media who look as though their relationship is flourishing and they're so happy and they're going on vacations and they have the dog and the house and everything. I had that. All right. It doesn't mean you're happy. Mm. It doesn't mean that things are going well. So regardless of if you are single, if you're in a relationship, if you're in a situationship, if you're in a throuple, if you're in your I'm a do me phase and literally do whatever I want, like good for you, whatever stage you are in, how can you be happy no matter what? And M, what I think I would love for you to start off with is talking about the secure attachment because it's when you have a secure attachment that you can be happy no matter what that is. So I know we already did an episode on this, but maybe diving a little bit deeper into what are those specific components that allow you to be okay, no matter what. Mm. It's so funny that you say that because when I was thinking about this episode and like going back to different parts of my personal journey and like really reflecting upon when other people would observe my life or what slivers of my life that they could see or could be an observer to or have or take part in it's like when did I when did I get that feedback from other people that like I seemed really happy because like you know how we always have like that one person that will be like oh it seems like you're really really happy and it's like you have no idea what I'm going through like (laughs) what are you even saying when you say that number one like oh your skin looks really nice well what are you saying before what did that mean before right it's kind of like one of those things so I was looking back at kind of the Rolodex around when I've received that feedback of like oh like you seem really happy it's like interesting because our like I could take that one way of a well you're not seeing how happy I've been this whole time so is it you know I don't want to go too deep into that rabbit hole but (laughs) when I was reflecting upon this B I literally came up was like you know what one of the biggest things that makes one of the biggest difference is the secure attachment style with yourself and the second thing that my mind came to was how important that relationship with yourself is because in order to have happiness and cultivate and recultivate and reinvigorate and reestablish what happiness means to you and what it is for you you have to kind of bring into the account that like if you constantly put that happiness chip in the external world and other people regardless of your relationship status, it's going to be something that you never actually experience because other people have control over it. So internally, to be happy, one must internalize what that means and ask themselves what that means so that you can have more control over it. And it's not based on whether or not someone else is contributing to that, but rather you cultivate that within because of your secure attachment style. And I'll give an example of this. I was speaking with a client 
last night and she was talking to me about how she loves going on nature and going for walks, right? That makes her really, really happy. Now she's in a relationship right now and we got talking about how it's a lot more exciting for her to be doing that when she has someone with her, like with a buddy system, whether it be her partner or whoever. And I asked her, I said, you know, what if you were to be able, is it a safety thing or is it a connection thing? Is it like you're afraid to go out in the woods just because you've been conditioned to think woman out in the woods means something bad is going to happen to you? Or is it like you want to be able to share this experience and be happy, right? Because I think that there's a very fundamental thing within our human experience that we want to share our happiness with someone. And it's kind of like that happiness feedback loop. It just keeps going up and up and up. And she's like, well, it's really not that much about like my safety. I just, you know, I want to share in that moment so that I can like connect in that. And I'm like, I totally understand it. I totally understand you. What if you weren't alone when you're alone? And she looks at me like, what are you talking about, Amelia? And I'll bring this around to this episode in a hot second. But I was like, what if when you were alone, you could actually share with yourself through that secure attachment style? how amazing that moment is for you. The difference between walking in the woods and doing something that lights you up, that you love, that makes you happy. And because of a fear conditioning, you need to have someone there with you. And because of a insecure attachment style, you need to have, there's a need, not a want and a desire from a pure space, but rather a need and a scarcity of, I want to share this with someone. I need to share this with someone. And instead, I want to share this with myself. I really want to be here with myself. Mm. Now, to develop a healthy, secure attachment with yourself, you need to realize that that self is, and this might sound a little crazy to some of y'all who are very monomind thinking, but there is a self part of you. And then there's other parts of you. And those have relationships. This does not go into the monomind thinking. Can you define what that is? Because I don't think our... A lot of people don't know what that is. So can you explain really quick what you mean by monomind? So monomind thinking is essentially you are one being. You have one psyche. You have one consciousness. Everything flows through that. There are no other quote unquote parts of you. And I said it's not monomind thinking because we know that there are other parts of us. You can see the two different thought streams, the two different consciousness when there's a part of you that's like, I want to be in a relationship. And there's another part of you that's like, "Eh, I don't really want to go to the bar. I don't really want to go here. I don't really don't want to do this. Right. There's two different streams of consciousness that are there. When you're on a journey of self-discovery or self-rediscovery, it's very important to have a support system in place. And that's where a group like Evolve comes in with their acceptance and advice and different people from different walks of life who can offer different perspectives for you to help you find your self-worth and aid in your journey of wellness. It's important and essential. I want to say something before you continue. We are not preaching ultra individualism and preaching like oh, you should never want and or need other people there. That's not the point of this episode because neither Amelia nor I think that. We know biologically and just as humans, we need other people. Mm -hmm. What we are talking about is the ability to enjoy your life and be able to do things 
without needing someone else there. You might want people, and yes, we all need connection, but are you able to enjoy things on your own or does somebody always have to be there? That's really what we're talking about. We're not saying that you need to always be alone and you need to be okay always being alone. And I'm sorry, but it bugs the hell out of me when I hear everything online of like, if you can't be alone, it means you're not in good company or something like that. And it's like, no, we need people. You're not (laughs) always supposed to just be blissing out by yourself. Like that's not the way that humans work. What we are saying is you cannot authentically be happy when someone else is there if you desperately need them there because you are not making choices from a conscious secure place you're probably making choices from an avoidant place or from an insecure place Mm. so when you can be okay being on your own going and doing something by yourself you know not needing so desperately someone else there that is when you start being okay no matter who's around and those relationships are so much better because (laughs) you're able to show up authentically you're able to show up as your best self in that experience like when I was so much more in my insecure attachment I've, I've, I've put a lot of work into healing that part of me and I'm not fully there yet and I'm not fully securely attached. Like I'm not going to say that that's true. It's not true, but I'm a lot better than I used to be. And when I was in that place where I desperately needed other people there, otherwise I was miserable and could not be happy. Even when people were there, I was still not happy. Right. I, because I wasn't showing up as my best self. I was fawning to go back to the previous episode that we did or two episodes ago. I was fawning because I was like, oh my God, I don't want this person to leave. So let me do whatever I can to make sure that they don't leave. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to disregard myself and make sure that I'm only doing what everybody else wants because I don't want to be alone. Yeah. So when you can learn how to be okay on your own, how to have a solid relationship with yourself, being alone and being with other people is going to be more fulfilling. For sure. So I wanted to Thank you. make sure that I said that, M, because we're not, I think a lot of people can hear a topic like this and think we're just preaching hyper-individualism, which we're not because that's not adaptive. Yeah, I think our listeners know that, but I appreciate you stating that for anyone that does happen to come across and maybe as a new listener um, so that they get to know us a little bit better in that regard um, and don't just bounce because of that. So one the last element that I want to bring to kind of wrap this episode up is through a story that I had growing up. Now, I had a friend, her name was Sarah, and I met her when I was traveling and studying abroad and she was in the same Boston University program that I was in in the UK. So we lived, we worked, and we studied, we did research in London. And um, shout out to all my Kensington fans. And I remember 
hearing about her and she was she was adopted and I remember hearing about her story and being just so fascinated about it because her mom had it broke all of the paradigms that I had learned up until that date which was you know we need to be in a relationship in order to have happiness in order to be fulfilled and Though I know that that wasn't fully true, that was a lot of the storyline and the narrative that I had learned up until then. And Sarah came and she was adopted by her mom and her mom chose not to marry, chose not to get in a relationship, chose. She was just a bright, beaming woman that was so fulfilled in life and wanted to adopt. And she never ended up marrying. She never wanted that. Like, that's something that she never wanted. It was like, so initially it was really like weird for me because weird meant like not normal. And I don't see that often. And I remember having so much reverence for Sarah, for her mom and really, really for her mom's ability to kind of navigate through the world with that level of courage, because it does, it breaks a lot of our understanding of what happiness needs to have in order to really like have it right like these there's some elements that you need to make sure that you have in your life to check off the backs of like actually really being happy regardless you know like and for her and for understanding this was the fact that she doesn't need a partner or a relationship and she doesn't need a relationship status to define her happiness as a matter of fact if anything it was a detractor from her happiness and the last (laughs) element why i mentioned this story to all of our listeners is because what I realized she did, which is why I have so much reverence for her, is that she released all of the judgments that would come her way in doing that. And I think that in order to really, really, really be happy, regardless of your relationship status, it is releasing yourself from the change, the actual chains, sorry, of other people's judgments. Because when you realize and you start to kind of look back at all your decisions, you start to realize, okay, I'm more concerned about other people judging me and whether or not I'm single or have a relationship or don't or divorced or married or whatever, than I am about my own happiness. And a lot of us get so closed in by those claws that we never actually cultivate happiness within ourselves, Mm. by ourselves in ourselves with others. And I I just have so much reverence for being willing to let go and kind of fall into the chasm of non-judgment. And uh, that's just one example. But I think for all of our listeners, how to to be really happy, regardless of your relationship status, it definitely has that component of releasing the judgment of others in your own decisions to, to really bring in what makes you happy. And for Sarah's mom, that was adopting and being a single woman and being fulfilled, you know? Mm -hmm. So if Sarah's mom can do it, we all can. And if that's what makes her happy, that might not make you happy. Right. So just reflecting on that and seeing where does judgment come into play here for you. My final takeaway is really that you can be a conscious single. You can be a conscious couple. You can be a conscious, whatever the status is. And regardless of that, or whether or not you have that or are that, you are still worthy of love. And that is the wrap on this episode. My episode uh, final suggestion is 200. What does rejection mean about you? Mm. And that's all I got. You be.
My final takeaway is that regardless of your relationship status, you are still an autonomous being. You are your own person. Are you in a place in your life where you feel as though you're able to be that person regardless of who's around? So are you the type of person that when you're in a relationship, your entire identity becomes that relationship? Maybe building a relationship to yourself is something you need to work on. Are you someone who when you're single, all you're thinking about is when am I going to find somebody? Maybe building the relationship to self is something you need to work on. If you're happy in either circumstance, awesome. How can you continue that? There is a way to be happy no matter what. And it's something that I'm working on. I'm a conscious single. I am someone who is finding ways to really make meaning out of my life and to enjoy my life and to have fun no matter what. Making systems and routines for myself. For example, and we'll wrap up, one of the things that I am intending on doing is getting a dog. That's super fulfilling to me. That is something that I can do, something I've always wanted. I used to have one and now I'm going to get another one. And that's me being okay being single. I'm making me happy. I'm doing me. So what is that for all of you? My episode suggestion is 162, love looks different to us all. All right, y'all. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want help in this arena, Amelia and I are taking new clients. Um, If you're not sure whether or not coaching and or therapy is right for you yet, and you want to maybe see if you vibe with us, if we're the right ones for you, we do have free calls that we have all throughout the week. It's on our calendar. All you got to do is click the link in the description um, of whatever platform you're using, and the links are there to get on our calendar. So it's in your hands, friends. We will talk to you all soon. Bye, Bye. everyone. We know firsthand how important it is to have a safe space with people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that while you venture into new territories of your growth, you can get in a room with others who are too. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. What's great too is that you don't even need to have your camera or mic on. You can just listen in. Click the link in the show notes to register for the next topic to kickstart your growth. Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a place where you can connect with us live and in a fun, lighthearted way. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses and These are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. This content is intended for information purposes only. 
It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy, medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity. (laughs) 